Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. This week, we heard that corporation tax revenues rose by a whopping 20% in a single year, and we head for another huge budget surplus. It all means that uh, a year or so before the general election, the government will almost certainly be giving money back to taxpayers in the October budget. Peter Vale is tax partner with Grant Thornton and is sitting in front of me. Good morning, Peter. Good morning, Joe. What did you make of the figures that were published this week in the public finances? Yeah, we had two sets of interesting uh, figures published this week with the summary economic statement and we had the exchequer figures. Very good exchequer figures. We've sat here a few times and it's generally been more good after... After more good mm-hmm. um, for a few years now, we had a bit of a dip in May. So there's a little bit of concern, Joe, around the corporate tax in June. As June is a really important month for corporate tax. If you get a good June, you're probably going Why to get a good Why is June November. an important month, Peter? The reason it's an important month is because companies that make the payments in June generally will make it based on an estimate of full year 23 profits. And that's the key point. So for the most part, that's, that's going to be guiding what they pay in June. So if they make a payment in June, generally they make a top-up payment in November on the same sort of a measure. So it does indicate, now they could take a prudent view in June, so we won't know until November. November's probably an even more important month. But at the moment, we'd be more worried, much more worried had we seen a bad June. If we'd seen a bad June, pretty much guaranteed a bad November. A positive June gives us a good shot at a good November, but no guarantee. Um, Now, corporation tax is a tax on the profits that companies have made. Mm -hmm. Um, So you could call it post, it's the final kind of assessment of what they've made. So it's slightly a lagging measure, isn't it? Because companies sometimes take, uh, you know, as much as a year to work out exactly how much profit they made the previous year. Yeah, well, it's pretty much with the way corporate tax and the payments work now, you are pretty much paying it instantaneously. So you're making a payment to June based on the current year. So you are getting that in. Are you making quickly. it in? You're making your payment in advance. In the current year. You're making so it's an, an estimate. estimate then. Correct. You're making an estimate. Now, you can base it on the previous year, and many groups do. Mm. And it, it would get in too much detail, depending on whether it's November or June. But you, you make, for the most part, you're making it based on current year profits. And large groups are doing that. So that's where the June payment is significant. Mm. It does indicate positive forecast for full year revenues, profits. And that's the key thing. And that's why we think November on the face of the, the, the June numbers would be good. How does it work in reality with corporation tax? Uh, companies, do they sit down with revenue or does the revenue estimate what, what their profits will be, sends them a bill and say, OK, let's haggle or let's talk? No, now, look, it's all self-assessment. You put out there what your profits are. You make the estimate and you make that payment to revenue and then subject to any revenue adjustment in the future. That is the number. So it's self-assessment. It's companies. So the companies put up their hand and say, we think we owe you X billion or X million. Effectively, correct. Now, based on obviously doing a a rigorous and in-depth examination of the numbers and making Mm. lots of adjustments, etc., to get to the end final tax payable number. But it is, again, it's on a contemporaneous basis and... You know, the question, one of the things about the numbers in, in uh, this week, the June numbers, which are really, really good, was how much of that is the windfall amount. And windfall like this mm, unexpected amount. As in once amount. off. Well, once off. And we're starting to see these recurring windfall numbers. And especially, well, look, a lot of wind. A lot of wind, a hell of a lot of wind. And up to 12 billion, that's over half of the revenues, Minister are saying, that actually is windfall. Mm. So that's, that's an incredible amount. That's sort of dictating his spending pattern. Well, you know, would you want to bank that into core spending? No, you wouldn't. You no. don't want that bank to spend core spending. So he's saying, look, that amount are a large chunk of that we need to put into this this long term fund and I think that makes sense the question is like could you do could you do any more with it is there an opportunity to do things now saying that on the income tax front for mm. the marginal income tax rate and he did at the same time in the, in the summary economic statement pinpoint of what he was going to spend 
but also the tax element of that. And it was relatively modest. It was just over a billion, which to me says, OK, I will a do A billion some additional, additional tax, tax giveaways. cuts next year. And that's quite a significant amount. I think there will be a lot of really important measures done in October. But it would indicate to me that he's not going to tackle marginal income tax rates at all. That's interesting because a lot of the middle class and potentially his voters will want something done on the marginal. In other words, the bans, the tax bans. A lot of people in this country jump into the top income tax rate very early compared to their European peers. I think he will do that, Joe. I think he will tackle the bans and it could go up as high as 50,000. It could be. And I mean, we've talked about this fiscal drag and people just through inflation are moving Mm. into the top band when they probably shouldn't. So I think he will do something. That's a really important point to tackle. And he will do that. Because it wasn't moving up with inflation. Sure, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. You think it, we shouldn't even be having this conversation. It yeah. just happen automatically, and that's what a lot of other countries do. And I think that that might become embedded into the system. But what he's probably not going to do is tackle the marginal, the top rates of the fifty-two and the fifty-five. And we are out of sync there mm. with our European counterparts, and even most countries in the, in the developed world. So you know, and look, it's it's politically sensitive, and we've talked about it before. It is challenging, but if ever there was a time in the budget to do it, it's mm. now. The money is there. Yeah. And, it, and it's to a, year bu- a year before a general election, Peter. It, it is. And look, there is a threat to FDI, I think, and I'm not the only one who thinks this, if we don't tackle that, it does make it more expensive for companies to come to Ireland. Mm-hmm. And, and look, we're going to be less competitive from a corporate tax perspective. That's reality with an effective rate of 15% next year. Mm-hmm. So we need to do whatever we can to If you're to a giant company. Base. If you're a giant company. The new company, co- corporation correct. tax rate only applies, I th- what kind of, is it 750 million? Correct, over 750 million global revenues. But I mean, that's a different cohort of the corporate taxpayers here, and that's yeah. the important point. Corporation tax, uh, it gets a fair bit of money from the pharma sector, big mm-hmm. drug producers. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the surveys recently have been a little bit worrying on the manufacturing side, and the guts of that in this country mm. is the pharma side. Is that something that they'll have you know, in their crosshairs? Yeah, I think so. And look, the numbers in June, again, it always depends on which companies. Again, it's back to this really small, small cohort, Joe, of of mm. companies that are paying such a large amount of the tax. So it almost depends which company had what year end and who might have who might have made that payment in June. Mm. And I think for the most part, it probably wasn't pharma. It was probably based on year ends. You could probably speculate it was more the tech, big tech. So yeah, could we see some sort of a dip later in the year because of that, a dip in pharma? Yes, we could. So again, points of this volatility, we know the volatility is there. It's, is 12 billion an overestimate of the, of the windfall amount? Maybe it is, but look, I mean, it's easy for me to, and you to sit here and say that. Mm. But prudence is always going to dictate, I think, to departments. They're stressing, I mean, I was speaking to the Minister for Finance um, on Wednesday and this was after the summer economic statement was put out on Mm. Tuesday and they're saying, you know, we can't be accused of profligacy and of prudence at the same time. You can, you have to get the mix right somewhere. You do. You do. And I think, look, I mean, I think it's a great position. Like, how much do I spend? Mm. You know, if, if so much, what do we do? How much do I spend? How much do I save? We're in a great position. Most countries aren't in that position where we, we're deciding how much we need to put into this rainy day. And we do need to put some. There's no question. We can't. And I heard the minister speak in New Stoke Breakfast about not wanting to stoke inflation. You can't do that. So you're mm. trying to get that balance. I think he probably has got it right. We're going to have long term needs, aging population. Uh, more infrastructure spend, pensions, etc., healthcare. So there's definitely a need to put money away if you can, and we can do that, so we should do that. The question is, could we maybe do a little bit more now to actually protect that base? And again, probably the, the one bit that, even if we don't see it, Joe, in October, in terms of a move in the margin rights, to get a statement to say, look, we will look at this mm. over the next couple of years would be great. The, the rainy day fund, a, a new rainy day fund, I mean, we already had the strategic investment fund, but mm. how does that work in practical terms? Is that money that just sits on a giant bank account somewhere? 
Probably not. And look, it's pretty liquid. And there's the, the, the two funds out. There's the rainy day fund that's there for emergency measures. And there's the long term fund that, that I spoke about in terms of, look, pensions, the age of population, etc. Mm. No, it doesn't. I mean, look at the, the Apple fund. I mean, that was managed by the NTMA. Mm. So generally, I think it goes into pretty safe fixed income products. It doesn't sit, you'd imagine, a large bank account, but fairly liquid assets, I would imagine, is where mm. it sits. And some of it's an escrow, but nobody gains correct. from it as well. You know, yeah, that's, correct. Not well, even an interest earning on that. Well, it could even dip as it did yeah. uh, for, for the Apple fund by a small amount. Yeah. Peter, thank you so much for coming in. This is Peter Vale, tax partner with Grant Thornton. Back. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.